Hello and good afternoon. We are back on another Thursday here at the Clarion Chats podcast room. Uh, my name is Jay and I'm here today with my guest... Leanne McPherson. <laughs> That's right. We have Leanne, which... Leanne, tell us, what what are you here at the Clarion? Because I talked to Carly a few episodes ago and I told her, it's easier for you to say what you don't do here at the Clarion. <laughs> so, so do the same thing and tell me what you don't do at the Clarion. Oh my goodness. I mean, I, I pretty much do a bit of everything, but the only <laughs> area I really don't touch is like... Um, all the financial stuff, math mm. and numbers, that's kind of not my thing. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm taking accounting this summer and, and they always say that accounting isn't really math, but it's it's somehow harder, but the 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 calculations are simpler. Because when you look at a, when you look at accounting, you have like addition, subtraction, multiplication and division. These are like the things that you're gonna see the most, if not the only things that you're gonna be seeing. But the way that they it's laid out, it just gets so complicated with all the names and conditions and all that. I'm like, oof, no, thank you very much. I'm fine. I I, I struggle in that class, but I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. And I think a lot of people in the summer can say that they're done because, well, this is the second to last week, right? Yeah, we're pretty much almost done. Mm-hmm. We're so right at the finish line. What classes have you been taking? Um, so I'm doing um, small group communication and um, effective listening, which are two of my comm credits. Um, It's been difficult to do online because like Mm -hmm. group work is already difficult in college. Mm -hmm. Online group work is insane. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I can't imagine. Online, do you you at least get to meet your peers or? No, no voice calls, nothing. It's just their names. Wow. Well, I, I guess... I guess it really puts the communication part to the test. Yeah. <laughs> to get your message across without even being able to communicate like frequently or as effective as voice calls are, right? So you just talk like via emails, that's all? Essentially, and discussion boards. Okay. Yeah, gotta love the discussion boards, yeah. right? Do you <laughs> do you have any exams that you need to take still or are you um, done? No, my only big thing right now is I just have the massive group project that's due. Mm. Oh great! Yeah. Fantastic. Just just a just a tiny little little project. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. just like half the grade. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, just like any other assignment. <laughs> it's it's on the same level as any other discussion board. That's pretty cool, pretty chill. I have yeah, I have a project that I need to to deliver by next week as well. Fortunately, I'm a bit I'm a bit ahead of the class, but there is this one that I'm taking right now which is uh, about Windows servers. And my God, it's a lot of content. This It's not a class for summer. It's a lot of content. So I am taking a lot of my study time um, just to, you know, do that. Three credit hours? Mm-mm. <laughs> I, no, it's way more than three credit hours. But yeah, I'm just happy that next week is the last one and we're done. We're done. Well regular students are done we're still gonna be here right because we, <laughs> we work here we we, we're gonna be producing our magazine yeah, goodness gracious. and all that <laughs> and you are our creative director so you have been responsible for a couple of magazines already right which which ones were the ones that you produced oh goodness i mean pretty much every single magazine we've done par only the first couple during covid mm-hmm 
because that's when I took my break. Okay. But yeah, pretty much every single one since then. <laughs> wow. So how long have you been working in the Clarion? Um, I started in 2019, July mm -hmm. 2019. Um, I worked from 2019 until the tail end of 2020. Mm -hmm. And then I took a bit of a break that one like spring mm -hmm. and I came back that summer of 2021. So basically gotcha. like nine month break. So you're a, you're a veteran, essentially yeah. <laughs> a veteran of the Clarion. Uh, you've been here for almost as long as Jess has been here because I think, she, yeah, she got in 2018. Yeah, pretty much. So, wow. And how have you been enjoying so far? I mean, I love it. I yeah. wish it could be full time because mm -hmm. then that would balance out my life a lot better because yeah. then I wouldn't have to worry about like secondary income or anything. Mm -hmm. I could just work nonstop. Yeah. And you are... And does your major have anything to do with with um so what is your major so my major is communications mm -hmm. i initially started with an english major but i switched about halfway through okay i see communication yep you're in the right spot right yeah. <laughs> you are in the right spot and it's it's very nice because i see you are very a very present person in the clarion you're always giving out these ideas um And I think one of the ideas that you even mentioned us is about a radio station as well, right? Yes. Now that we have the podcast going on, we would love to see what we can plan out as well. But you always give very interesting ideas for us to, to follow through. And for those that are listening, let it be known that Leanne is, is the person responsible for the squirrel cover <laughs> that, that everyone loved in oh, uh, February well, edition, the February-March edition. I got so many people just saying, I love that squirrel. And I, I was putting the magazines there because that was when I started with the distribution stuff. And they were like, the squirrel looks really nice. And every single person that looked at the cover just said something about the squirrel. So Aww. just letting you know that this is the voice of the person that did the squirrel. <laughs> yeah, it's her. Yeah, the, the story behind that is actually, I was walking to class and there was a squirrel and it was just, um, you know, that railing in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. It was like on the railing in the parking lot next to me and I was just walking and it was like keeping pace. And I was like, wow, this is the most like Snow White type moment. Where <laughs> yeah. I'm like, the squirrel <laughs> is just walking next to me. So I took a photo of it and I sent it to the work group chat, mm -hmm. you know, general and Slack. And I was like, guys, <laughs> look at this squirrel. And then I wanted to make that particular squirrel the cover. But unfortunately, the photo wasn't high definition enough. It wasn't that photogenic either, I bet. <laughs> no, no, it was just on the <laughs> trash bin. So I found this little guy and I took his photo and I cut him out and I put him on the background. That's great. That is great. Yeah, the only experience that I have with squirrels at Sinclair was last week when I was leaving class, one jumped out of the trash. <laughs> just I don't know how, but he just bolted out of the trash oh, can no. and just scared me so Yeah, that that's my experience with squirrels. I'm it's glad yours the is the same one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he just lingers around. I wonder what course he's taking. But uh, yeah, so this has been a very interesting summer, right? We're getting our ma our new magazine produced uh, during this break, right? So classes are going to be over for people. Students get to relax a couple of weeks until they come back for the fall. Not us. <laughs> nope. we, we are producing a new magazine. It's going to be out in the in the stands by the first day of class. And yeah, we we are still putting stuff together. Our production is going to be, what, in a week and a half from now? Um, production day is, I believe... Yeah, August 8th, right? Yeah. Because yeah. the deadline is the uh, 31st. Great. 
Yeah, thirty first of July to hand in the to hand in the 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 reports and then we graphic design. designers, <laughs> meaning you and I, we're gonna put everything together and make it look pretty. Yeah, I have the um, resource sheet sat at the back of the magazine on Canva. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. all the like experimental color palettes, images I thought we might mm-hmm. like to use, stickers we might like to use. Yeah, and we make that thing very colorful. I think that's that's <laughs> one thing that's very nice. Summer Barbie, man, it's going yeah. crazy. Did you watch the Barbie? You watched the Barbie movie, yes. right? Yeah, I watched it too. <laughs> and I, all that I can say is that I really liked it. I sometimes I felt a little bit embarrassed because I was laughing at the jokes in the movie theater <laughs> way past everyone's head stop. So it was silence, but I could not help myself and I was still laughing. And then that happens because you realize you're doing this and then you laugh more. And then it's just like it's a continuous loop. But yeah, it was a pretty good movie. It's a pretty good movie. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was one really poignant. Like Obviously, it's very base level of like, what is sexism? What is feminism? Mm -hmm. What is the patriarchy? But like, not everyone knows those things. So it's very good to have it be like super base level. Mm -hmm. The writing was spectacular. I know the director was also the writer, which, you know, that always makes a movie really good. Mm -hmm. But like half the jokes, man, like Mm -hmm. I was losing my mind. Great. Yeah. They're uh, like, look at the Supreme Court. Aren't they so smart? I cackled. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. It's it's. It's great. And like you said, yeah, the the movie carries a very, very valuable message. Um, and it's it's not subtle. No. At all. No. <laughs> no, they outright say it. Yeah, like... they're, they're very much in the face, uh, which is nice. Yeah. It gets, it gets the point across and it makes sure that you get your point across. Yeah. I mean, we're at such a divisive time in society, right, mm-hmm. where you have all these like crazy andrew tate types popping up out of nowhere and Mm -hmm. it's just like we're reverting back it's like we're the first generation of women who have had this weird like regressive experience Mm -hmm. where like laws are policing our body in the opposite direction Mm -hmm. and stuff and it's just like wow (laughs) we kind of need to like have a moment and think about these things yes yes definitely and that that important message at the end about um Oh, I don't know if I should even say it because people the might. Spoilers. St- yeah, we might get riots yeah, it's, in it's, the it's comments. It's just a very good. Just go watch it then. Yeah, go watch it. And watch can the Barbie movie. Later. Come back. I will be in the comment section, literally just talking your ear off. Yeah, <laughs> might even write a report about it because it was a very, it was a very, I think it was a very good movie. Not only in jokes and set design and characterization, but also the message. I think is important to talk. Did about. Did you know that was hand painted? The set backgrounds. Yeah. yeah. Hand painted. Hand painted. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> and it just it felt so accurate, right? It just feels like everything was plastic there too. Well, like all of the toys were real. Like yeah. I had that Tanner, the little doggy. I mm-hmm. had Tanner. I had the um, puberty skipper. <laughs> <laughs> I had like half of those toys. Uh-huh. And like my mom's an avid Barbie collector. Uh-huh. So a lot of our Barbie stuff is like in boxes. And I mm-hmm. was like, not allowed to touch it. But the Barbies that were, f- you know, fun, fair use to touch, like my mom did not mm-hmm. care. They were already out of the boxes and stuff. I had a ton of those. And like, you know, flea markets and stuff. And it's just so nice to have like one particular Barbie that was in the movie was like a childhood Barbie of mine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, it's her. <laughs> It must, it must have been sweet. It must have been a very yeah. sweet moment to like can see yourself being reunited with emblems of the past. Yeah, right. Such nostalgia, such like 
it it has such mm. a good commentary on like not just like womanhood but girlhood itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like obviously, and you know nowadays it's a lot easier for people of other expressions to be totally allowed to play with Barbies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the past, Barbie was like railroad strictly gendered yeah. towards girls, and so a lot of us have just so many memories of Barbies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, from what I heard, of course, um, especially when to watch um, with my girlfriend and everything that I hear from female side of the audience is that it, it was a very relatable and important message. Now, of course, me being a male, I, I'm, I'm maybe I don't relate as much, um, but from a male standpoint, I, I can say that I really liked the the whole can arc that they had going on there it was it was really nice it was so it, good and, and and it was very funny too especially I, I think that as as a as a man seeing those guys acting like that and I and I go well they do act like that we do <laughs> act like that sometimes and it's just like it's it's so funny it yeah. is funny um, but yeah, this was the Barbie movie. Did you see Oppenheimer? Because they, it's a double feature. You have to watch both, right? <laughs> oh, goodness. I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. Mm-hmm. And that's only because the neon, they, instead of doing Barbie Oppenheimer, they just did um, Barbie and then some movie called like the Miracle Club or something. Huh? And I was like, why not do both at the yeah, same time? Yeah. Well, yeah, I did not see Oppenheimer either yet. Yeah, I want to go watch it too. I mean, it just, it just feels fair you know it's just it's yeah. the balance you have to watch both barbie and oppenheimer <laughs> you gotta have the neon colors and the black and white yeah. i'll tell you guys and i'll tell our listeners i went to the barbie movie you guys might know i'm very into cosplay and very into costumes mm. and stuff and like nerd culture and fun mm. things like that i went to comic-con before i went to the barbie movie mm-hmm. and so i was in wednesday adams cosplay <laughs> watching the barbie movie uh, there's a certain d- dichotomy there yeah, between the it two was so funny everyone's uh-huh. a neon pink and you know i usually tend to wear reds and pinks mm-hmm. and purples because those pink's my favorite color mm-hmm. and i just i'm sitting there in a black and white dress black and white <laughs> wig i'm like wow yeah <laughs> doesn't fit at all no it was so funny yeah but i am not actually going to be watching Oppenheimer this weekend because this weekend i have other plans because i don't know if you know but uh the celtic festival is happening oh wow yeah the dayton celtic festival is happening it's the event hosted by the united irish of dayton which is a community that looks to bring forth the celtic traditions to the trees of dayton right yeah. Uh, it's been an event that has been happening for a while. I went there last year, pretty big. And it takes place at Riverscape Metro Park. Yeah. So when you go there, it's very easy to find. There's this huge pavilion. You know, it's going to be a lot of people. Pretty sure streets around are going to be closed because they have uh, oh, vendors they <laughs> and merchants selling all bunches of stuff. So there's food and there's a bunch of uh, other, like, there's jewelry, clothes, all that. I have a couple of rings that I bought there, that I still wear to this day. Well, nice. they, I don't wear them right now because oh, they are okay. they are like fancy rings. Okay, <laughs> I paid a whole five dollars for oh, each, wow. of them, so they are very fancy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you are interested in going, it's gonna be tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. So Friday, July twenty eighth, it's gonna be happening from five thirty to eleven p.m. On the 29th, the Saturday, from 11.30 a.m. to 11 p.m. And on Sunday, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot of time. And here's the catch, all right? Um, 
I wanted to look up what would be happening in the event to list here for for the listeners yeah. to see and get hyped. But there's just so much stuff happening. <laughs> I could not if I were to list every single event, we would be here for a while. <laughs> so, just some, okay, just some. Um they're going to have the 5K and take and run happening on Saturday. They have the Celtic Mass happening on Sunday. They have workshops happening around town, uh, including Introduction to Irish Language. There's uh, uh, me, uh, about Irish music, Irish folklore. There's like a lot of stuff. And you can, of course, uh, look up on online for the for the Dayton Celtic Festival and you're going to find their website and you're going to find all the events that are listed. And there's just like so many people playing. <laughs> Gaelic Storm is playing. Yeah. On all three days. Yeah. And, and they're the, they are the huge uh, Celtic band. So I saw them playing last year. I was there with my best friend. She's of, she's of Celtic descent. So she loves that yeah. as she should. So it was it's a pretty fun time. Did you ever go to the Celtic Festival? Yes. So, um, obviously, listeners at home, you might not know, I am super-duper Irish. Oh. <laughs> and so, I uh, I used to go all the time as a little girl, pretty uh-huh. much every single year. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> then, um, then I'm just... Yeah, I feel like you uh, you don't need the information anymore. You already know the time, the place. <laughs> if, you, if you could have a membership card, you probably yeah. would have that stamped uh. out by now. But yeah, there's just like so much stuff happening. So yeah. much stuff. And I wanted to find out what I could list. There's just a lot. So just it, look up online. Literally just, just walk down the street and you'll... F- there's food, there's people partying, mm-hmm. there's dancing. Mm-hmm. You'll have an entire day. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I do need to say that a lot of stands are going to be cashless though. So if you are oh, going, you got to get new. like cards just to, so you can pay. Yeah. Um, pets are preferably not allowed at the place just because it's like a crowded event and all of that um they said it's a rain or shine event as it should so they're probably only canceling if a tornado shows up thunderstorm oh even like then yeah. we would probably just yeah <laughs> look at the tornado <laughs> and say get out of here and, and i think the the most the, the nicest thing um is that they have a shuttle going going to and coming from the dublin pub to bring people to the event Oh, nice. You don't even got to walk it. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, The Dublin pub, it's such a huge Irish focal point here in Dayton, right? Um, I remember when it was St. Patrick's and I decided to go for a beer because I I enjoy beer. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to stop by the Dublin pub because uh, my my best friend showed me the place. You know, she she is of that um, descent. So I I said, you know, I'm going to stop there. It's It's... St. Patrick's might as well, you know, having the whole Irish tradition. So I got there. Streets were closed. I had to pay to get in. <laughs> and I could not walk. And I was like, what is go? First of all, my mistake. Why would I think that Dublin Pub w- would be like empty on St. Patrick's? Then I walk in and I look at the banner. We are the biggest St. Patrick's party in Ohio. I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my mistake again because why didn't I not? Why did I not think of that? I, oh, I guess I okay. just didn't know. Americans the... take St. Patty's more seriously than our actual Irish brothers and sisters. <laughs> we just go crazy yeah, on it. It's it, it was phenomenal. 
But yeah, and the Celtic Festival is here again, so I'm I'm definitely going on Saturday. So if anyone sees me there, feel free to say hello. I will say hello back. But yeah, and uh, so our next news that we have here is now. Let me ask: Do you use Twitter? Yes, well, every single day. <laughs> well, you don't use it for. You're not going to be using it for long I because know. you probably heard the news that it's being rebranded now. Oh my right? goodness, Elon Musk, man! I. How can someone be so rich and so stupid? <laughs> it's it's very interesting because I'm still waiting for like a, a cohesive explanation as to why other than just I want to do it. So his whole thing, right, is he's tried to start like X Corporation mm -hmm. since the 90s. Back when he was working at PayPal, he mm -hmm. tried to name it X and then everyone mm -hmm. at PayPal was like, they're going to think it's adult films. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, they won't. No, they won't. And they hired like a research group of people to come in like a, you know, like a, what's it called? Yeah, a research group basically mm -hmm. where they have like people, customers that they test and they ask you a questionnaire. And all the people were like, yeah, no, we wouldn't use a money service called X because it sounds like an mm -hmm. adult film money service. Yeah. Um, and he already changed the Twitter logo for your browser for example As so a if, if, if you use if it's you, so bad <laughs> if you use the browser you're gonna see already that x logo in the in your tab and i have to say yes it looks like it's an adult website mm -hmm. you know i Which don't feel everyone warned him about i don't feel right being there you know i feel like yeah. i should at least press um go into the anonymous tab before <laughs> yeah precisely <laughs> yeah. um but yeah, and he and he changed the logo, of course. So the bird is gone. I killed the bird. Bye bye, birdie. But I saw a guy posting a logo that he made himself. He was a graphic designer, um, which was a bird that had his wings spread open oh, in the shape of an too. X, and it was I wish he a white bird in a black 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 ground in a black background that's a hard thing to say that's totally okay uh and yeah it looked great yeah it, it still had the bird and it had the x Which but are no. the, yeah, it's this craziest thing about all of this is like when it comes to social media and right like you know i'm super duper online i'm mm -hmm. way too into this type of stuff <laughs> to be honest brand recognition matters a lot mm -hmm. and like things like retweet hell even tweet saying like oh i'm gonna go tweet you know how much effort it is to make people call like posting a silly name mm -hmm. to make like reblogging have a silly name on Twitter. It's like retweeting. Mm -hmm. But like that type of vernacular and like vocabulary that's literally baked into this website that's mm -hmm. been a cultural touchstone for almost 18 years. It's unheard of. Like even Facebook struggles to have people still say like, oh, I, you know, like like the page and stuff mm -hmm. because it's fallen out of fashion. Yeah. Twitter has this literal gold mine of like English vernacular slang terms mm -hmm. and it's just throwing their way. Exactly. Just like you mentioned Facebook, right? We're still saying Facebook and not Meta, are we? Yeah. So yeah, it just it really makes the the brand of Twitter as a whole disappear. Um, I don't know how true it is, and obviously, you know, we work in news, so I want to fact check this. So mm -hmm. don't run wild with this. But I heard a rumor that it made Twitter's brand worth lose like billions of dollars. Wow, I, I wouldn't be impressed. It's just like it, Twitter was a staple in the internet and having changed to something as abstract as X is just, it just doesn't, it's not, it's not that it doesn't feel right, but it's just, it isn't. At that 
point, like, why not just make another social media? Yeah. Like, I get it, right? Like, he was kind of forced into buying Twitter after, like, the legal thing mm-hmm. and all that happened. But, like, at that point, you're so wealthy and you have so much money. Just make a secondary platform. Mm-hmm. Keep Twitter the way it was and just do, like, and I know, obviously, one of your points is, like, Instagram threads. Mm-hmm. Instagram threads took, it made it so easy. It was one click to just set up your account directly from your Instagram. Mm-hmm. You kept your screen name, which is very valuable to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You kept your audience because anyone else who signed up for threads who was already following you got a notification that you had an account. Mm-hmm. And it's like that type of integration is so smooth and good. And like obviously conceptually, right? Do I like like the monopoly on social media that yeah. Meta has? No, of course not. But if Twitter was to do that with X, I feel like mm-hmm. it'd be way more publicly forgiven. Like yeah. people would not be as mad. Yeah, and there's like something about being um, X being more than just a social media. They're gonna try to like go for with banking and uh, powered by AI. I know. And yeah, I remember because before Twitter became X, Elon Musk or whoever was one of his partners created an X account on Twitter. Um, I think it was called X.AI or something. And I remember that because, of course, it got promoted a lot. Oh, God, yeah. It got, so um, I saw that and I followed it because I was like, hmm, this sounds like it's going to do something. You know, like this, look, it looks like something is going to happen. Lo and behold, here we are. Um, and yeah, it's just, it is, uh, it feels way more corporation than Twitter is now. Um, I think a lot of it has to do as well because for some reason, Musk has this interest in, in art uh, deco, right? Uh, which is a, a, a string of art, which of course I think it looks very nice too, but I don't feel like it should be implemented as the style that the that that the the brand is gonna follow through, you know, because Art Deco, although it looks very beautiful, it also looks too classy for internet. Like you shouldn't be this formal on Twitter, yeah, or something like that. This is not like a fancy dining room, <laughs> you know, with the ball and all that. It's just yeah. just people talking. Well, the whole thing with like Twitter's branding is it comes out of the like last wave of Y2K designing, mm-hmm. specifically Y2K internet aesthetic, which was, you know, like think like MySpace, AOL, mm-hmm. early Facebook, early Twitter, that like fun, quirky, like we're cool and we're for teenagers and college students and we're so fun. And I get why like wanting to divorce a little bit from that mm-hmm. but at this point it's so standard like you can't yeah. take the bird out of twitter <laughs> like no, yeah. it's there it's the sound that it makes it's, it's tweet it, tweet yeah, yeah we just tweet it's fun that's the whole point of twitter was supposed to be like oh we just have short little thoughts and they're little tweets and they're mm-hmm. so fun and i know obviously twitter's grown way beyond that mm-hmm. but like it's it's like taking away the Facebook F. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, YouTube, for example, when it first started on, on iOS, it had a... I remember it had like a little TV logo instead of the actual YouTube logo. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> Why does it have a TV there? 
and not the actual YouTube logo. And then the logo came back and all of that. And, now, and I was like, okay, I feel at ease now. I think it was trying to connect people, especially older people, to the idea that like tube as in television. Mm. So that's why it was like television thematic. Oh, that That's a good suggestion. Yeah, I yeah. can see it. I can see why they would do this if, if this is... Uh, this I can see why this would be the reason why. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It was fun, but I get why they changed it mm. back because it was kind of jarring. But yeah, hey, Twitch or YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, whatever it is, we're there. So <laughs> yeah, follow just, us. Just give a little <laughs> shout out there. Uh, we're at Sinclair Clarion on all these four social media. Everything. Yeah. And of course, we also have our website, SinclairClarion.com, which as per tradition, we like to share a little article that was being written, uh, that, that was posted recently. This one is by Carly, of course, because Carly writes a lot of stuff. She she just likes to type away. Uh, and But she was going over Dayton Porch Fest. Now, do you know what Porch Fest is? Yeah. Yeah? So uh, for those who are not... Uh, Aware, Porch Fest was created by Peter Benkendorf. He is also the founder of Dayton Collaboratory, which is essentially a business here in Dayton that helps bring ideas into life, right? So they help fund, they help plan, they help uh, to create strategies to make a project become real. Porch Fest was one of, one of his projects that he wanted to make shows accessible for people. Uh, because a lot of times it's either too expensive or it's too far away or it gets too crowded and not everyone gets to experience all of these things, right? So Porch Fest is essentially what the name sounds like. It's a fest in a porch. So people go to a random house in a neighborhood and they play there and then people get to watch it. It's essentially like a, a garage band, right? Yeah. I remember when I used to have my band back in Brazil, what we used to do is play by the garage and open the door. And we sometimes there would be people passing by and they would stop and listen. There was even one time the neighbor showed up. He's like, I was like, oh, he's going to ask for us to turn it down. And he said, no, keep going. You guys are doing great. So that's, that's amazing. Um, but like I said, this was a very nice neighbor. So because, it's, because Porch Fest happens in a neighborhood... They're not going to have too loud music. You know, music, the musicians that are playing there, they play softer songs. You know, they're more into like folk, poppy things. Don't really think you're going to be seeing like a lot of heavy metal. <laughs> Expect jazz, not hard rock, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and I would also list the bands or where they're going to be playing. But just like the, the Celtic Festival, there's just too many. I think 50 artists are playing uh, and it's going to be happening only one day. August yeah. 19th. I can, I can say the date and I can say that it's going to start in the afternoon. But you have to check the schedule because each artist, they, they have blocks. So like, oh, at four, these artists are going to play. At three, these artists are going to play. So you have pl a lot of artists playing together, but they're going to be playing at different houses. So what you're going to do if you want to find out more about it is you're going to go to Dayton Porch Fest dot wix site that's wix w-i-x site dot com slash home slash schedule and there they have the listing of all the bands times that they're playing and the addresses to the houses because it's a lot um and it's gonna be a long day there's gonna be a lot of music but it sounds fun and it, hey it's free it's literally in the porch 
Yeah. So just stop by and listen to some music. That's going to be pretty cool. I'm excited to, to at least try to see one place. On the 19th, hey, I'll be back by then. So I'm going to be having a little trip. I'm going to come back on the 18th. So maybe I can see one or two songs. Yeah, and um, now this is the fun thing. Um, by When we write the podcast, of course, we want to bring news that are fresh, news that are relevant, um, and news that are interesting because we don't want to make anything, like we don't want to have anything too boring and we also don't, ha- don't want to have anything too old. Now, this night from, from Wednesday to Thursday, I couldn't sleep. Oh. So I, I, I got out of my room, picked up my phone and I looked at Twitter or X or Twitter. <laughs> yeah, look at Twitter and um and i saw something about people talking about aliens oh, did you see goodness. that too? Yeah. yeah oh my gosh so it's a chief of intelligence uh, an ex chief of intelligence that uh, that he just just straight up admitted under oath that they did find non-human bodily remains on crash uh crashed uh not spaceship but aeroplanes or well ufos it's unidentifiable objects um and that caused a ruckus (laughs) you don't say because we are like you said first a news outlet when we always like to fact check i didn't want to bring this as an actual news hey aliens are real (laughs) right ha no we we want to oh, I want to clarify that this has just happened and of course just because someone is under oath doesn't mean that they're telling the truth necessarily um, but it's something that makes you think doesn't it yeah yeah it is interesting uh, I think episode two I think it took two episodes of the Clarion podcast <laughs> we for waited us to start talking twice. yeah for us to start talking about. Um, about aliens and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Jojo was asking, oh, do I believe in aliens? Do I believe in, in, in conspiracy theories and all that? No, it, that was the second episode. So we only took one. <laughs> the, the first episode, we're like, hey, this is the podcast. Second episode was like, so let's talk about extraterrestrials. But it is something interesting. Now, I'm going to throw the question back to you. Of course. Yeah, so, so what do you think of like extraterrestrial life do you think it's a real thing do you think it's not see for me in particular right Mm -hmm. i consider myself both a woman of science and a woman of faith Mm -hmm. and the concept of alien life my entire lifetime was always like oh that's so funny and silly and stupid Mm -hmm. and then it's like the second i turned like 18 people started taking alien stuff seriously Mm -hmm. and i was like oh that's weird it's like being taken seriously Mm -hmm. And I'm at a the stage of understanding now where, like, it is very silly, I think, to assume we're the only thing in the universe mm-hmm. because of just how vast the universe is. Yeah. And I, to the extent of, like, could there potentially be, like, inorg- well, not inorganic, but organic organisms that are not necessarily human, like amoebas and stuff? I imagine yeah. that's Ooh. totally possible, right? Like, mm-hmm. that there could be, like larva stages of other life on right do i think that the concept of like something that has human intelligence and or like level to human intelligence Mm -hmm. existing i don't know 
because if they are out there why wouldn't they want to talk to us you know mm -hmm. if i was if i was an alien civilization right and i saw the planet earth with all of her issues all of the pollution all of the people suffering mm. i'd want to help yeah and so the fact that like if aliens are out there and they haven't like directly contacted us in a means that the average citizen could know mm. makes me think either a uh-oh they might have bad intentions or b they're mm. not there Mm -hmm. Yeah, it also makes it also. I think it's important to to think as well. What if we are the super evolved species? Well, yeah, like, what, what if, if they're if, waiting us for yeah, us to make the first exactly. move? Someone has to, someone has to say. You know, <laughs> yeah. just like when you have like a crush and you don't want to say it because you don't want to give it away, but you also want to know what they feel about yeah. you, right? So yeah, it's it's just. I, I, it was a very interesting rabbit hole to go down to yeah. between the morning when I couldn't sleep <laughs> and then I stayed you up. You watched like yeah. a hearing, an actual government hearing and you're yeah. like, what is going on? Yeah, I, was like, I just woke up, literally. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was insane. But if, if more news comes out of that, we're definitely looking over. Oh, we will cover it. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't you worry about that. Uh, college age journalism, trust me, we will cover that. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> But yeah, that's and that's pretty much all the time that we have for today's podcast. Yeah, really, um, Leanne has been has been a pleasure to Thank be you, here with you in the right chair for the next podcast. I'm gonna be recording again two weeks from now, but I am not sure about the day itself. It's gonna be on Thursday, Tuesday. I have something on the plans, and if I get that to work out, it's gonna be cool. But I don't want to say anything because oh, I don't want to spoil the surprise. And I also don't want to make <laughs> myself look silly if that doesn't work out. Um, but that's it for now. And I'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. That's at Sinclair Clarion. And SinclairClarion.com is our website. Yeah. Thank you for listening to us. Bye, listeners. See ya. See ya.